Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Draymond now picks up his dribble, finds a cutter, Clay Thompson floats it high, no good. Pounded home by Wiggins right on the doorstep. 7-0 run to open the second half and Golden State leads by 10. Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. Tim Roy on the car right here on 95-7 the game. And the Warriors open up the third quarter with a 21-7 blitz. And they blow away the Sixers. They blow away the Sixers. They outscore them in the second and third quarter. 76-76-46. And they won a game on the road. And I know the Sixers didn't have them beat. I know they're banged up. But whatever Stephen Curry scores nine points and you win a game by 23, you take it. You take it all day. The ascension of Jonathan Kaminga continues. Andrew Wiggins with a second double-double. How about Loon Dog coming off the bench with 9-9? Nine nine. Clay Thompson, 6-12, 16 points. Hey, good night for the Warriors. They could stay winning road trip. Yeah. You got to take baby steps, baby. Take those baby steps. Let's go. Let's go. And now you can get greedy today. Get greedy in Indianapolis. And of course, the San Francisco Sheriff's Office countdown to kickoff clock says that we're three days, nine hours, 22 minutes, and 47, 46, 45, 44, 43 seconds away from kickoff on Sunday between the Chiefs and the Niners, and we want to shout out Pete's Coffee again for going to Vegas. They're sending us to Vegas. Shout out Vanessa and the whole crew at Pete's Coffee. Thanks for the banana bread yesterday. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love everybody out there. Shasky, what is up, my man? Nothing. Uh, great Warrior win. I mean, I will take any game where, you know, Steph Curry doesn't have to play in the fourth quarter. Absolutely. And it did look good. It looked like Kaminga and Wiggins playing simultaneously. There's something there. Now, I guess the question is, is Wiggins more valuable as a trade piece, or is he more valuable on the Warriors? Well, if he plays like he did yesterday, that's almost like acquiring a player because the player that's played up until this point has averaged 12 points a game. Yeah, thank you, Spaceman. You know, like for finally coming back and I mean, putting two feet on earth. I, I mean, wow, if you get that Andrew Wiggins, then maybe you are acquiring a player within your own team. You already acquired your old player in Jonathan Kaminga because a month and a half ago you weren't playing him. No. And all of a sudden, over his last 11 games, he's averaging nearly 24 points a game. <laughs> Go figure, right? Does he have an opportunity, or is it too late? Does he have an opportunity, if he finishes strong, I mean, I don't know if he can keep this up, 
Does he have an opportunity to be in the most improved player conversation? It's possible. Because I think he, he has shown tremendous, tremendous ascension. I mean, who would even be in that category in the NBA this season? Well, let's look you at know it. what I'm saying? No, it's a great like, question. You, you know, like, we, we'd have to look all around. Like, maybe Kawhi Leonard's in that because he didn't play much last year, right? Yeah, but he's always been a great he's player. He's always been a great player. And I understand Camino that. Camino was literally not playing in the Kings and Lakers series. I know. And, and some people said he was unplayable. Some people said he had low IQ. Some people tried to smear his name. That's why whenever he balls out, he ducks at the rim. It makes you it, very happy. It makes me very happy because I don't know why we do this in the media, why uh-huh. we do this as a fan base. It's not us. Bullies always love Kamiga. D. Wright's always love Kamiga. You and I have always loved Kamiga. Always. We didn't get why. You know, I, I do wonder. I would love for Willard and Dibbs one day to ask Steve Kerr, do you regret playing Anthony Lamb over Jonathan Kamiga? Like, think about that. We were playing... Anthony Lamb over Jonathan Kamiga and people in the media, people on this on these airwaves, <laughs> guy who should do our post game shows said Jonathan Kamiga doesn't have an IQ. He's not a smart basketball player. He's unplayable. Well, does he look unplayable now? Well, I, I think there's a lot of people who talk about sports that have never developed young players yep. at any point in their yep. life. And I think talking about sports, playing sports, being involved in sports, coaching sports, it just gives you a more well-rounded, fundamental understanding of what a coaching staff is going through. And I think the NBA, more so than the NFL, yep. more so than even Major League Baseball, is a developmental league at this point. It is. I mean... B, you're getting players that are coming at 19 years old into the NBA who need live reps. Yep. Kaminga came in at what, 17? 18 years old. 18. He was in the G League Unite. Okay. How, Ignite or how whatever many, it is. How many parents are driving seniors to school? Right now. Right now. Yeah, I know. Who you are dragging out of bed. Right. Now imagine your senior is going into the NBA, speaking in a second language. With his family in another country. And playing basketball. With the greatest player of all time in Steph Curry for an organization. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And now, you look at him. And Steve Kerr about a month ago said, you know, we tried to wing it's Kaminga thing. It's not going to work. Well, yesterday, he said, well, it's working now. <laughs> and you've got to play them together. And think about that starting lineup. Bully, Bully Efezi was breaking it down so well yesterday on the pre- and post-game show on NBC Sports Bay Area. And I, I co-signed with him. The spacing you get with the Splash Brothers. Even if you want to yeah. say Clay is watched. Teams still fear Clay Thompson's three-point shot-making ability. So you got the Splash Brothers who are going to create gravity just by being on the floor. You're petrified of them getting hot from the three-point line. Then you got Kaminga and Wiggins slashing. And the space that the Splash Brothers create for Wiggins and Kaminga to go downhill. And now, all of a sudden, teams are saying, well, if we play Kaminga one-on-one, he's going to cook us. And he's an automatic bucket. If we double him, that means Draymond's going to swing, swing, and one of these three-point shooters is going to be wide open. So now it's creating havoc, and now the starting five is starting to work a little bit, although the second quarter is when things got rectified mm-hmm. yesterday in Philadelphia. First quarter was atrocious. They shot 22% from the floor, 15% from the three-point line, but all of a sudden, Jonathan Kaminga is getting opportunities, and they've inserted the youngsters with the veterans. Mm. It's been two teams for far too long, the youngsters and the vets, the core guys and the youngsters. Now we're meshing in the youngsters like Pajimski, at times TJD, and certainly Kaminga with the veterans. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden the youth is helping the veterans to where, oh, wow, Steph Curry scores nine points. Okay, cool, we win. The other night in Brooklyn, Klay Thompson takes nine shots. Wow, we win going away. The The youngsters are now figuring it out, and you're totally right. 
We've been saying this a lot about the NBA for many, many years. Youngsters need to play. <laughs> Youngsters need to play. Play through the mistakes in the regular season. So by the time the playoffs come around, uh-huh. they're seasoned, they're heartened, and they're like, oh, wow. Because we've seen this with Kaminga. He got better and better by the game last year. The more he played, the better he got. We, we throw around this word washed, and it, it, we use it way too. It's the same thing. Like I hear kids about so-and-so's the GOAT. I was, yeah. I was at dinner yeah. last night with little James Guanasso. He goes, this guy for Kentucky, he's the GOAT. I go, the GOAT for Kentucky? He's in college. What are you talking about, yeah, the GOAT? We've jumped the shark with that. So we throw around this word washed. Like, and, and Andre Goodall had an incredible career. Incredible career. You know what washed is? When you suit up for eight games of an 82-game yep. schedule. Yep. That's washed. Yep. Yep. Washed is not I'm available every single night. Now, diminished... You know, not, not what you once were. That's a different yep. word. Washed means you physically cannot play anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't get up and down. Navarro Bowman, the final year of his career, he couldn't move. Nope. I mean, God bless his soul. He couldn't move. He was washed. Drew Brees, at the very, very end, couldn't throw the ball more than eight yards. Patrick, uh, Patrick, Peyton Manning physically couldn't get out of bed. Yep. Because he was so hurt, neck down to the feet. That was washed. Clay Thompson's not washed. He's just a different version. Yep. He's a different version. And I think he's realizing it, which is why we saw him. And listen, we always talk about athletes not being vulnerable and being so tough. Clay Thompson peeled back the curtain. Showed you the humanity. Showed you. And he's been showing us this every sister rehab. When Charles Barkley took a shot at him, said, oh, Clay Thompson's not the same. And he's like, of course I'm not the same. I had to rehab for two freaking seasons, two and a half freaking seasons. You know how tough that is? I didn't even know if I was going to be able to play. Hell, the first year he came back, Clay Thompson, how many times did we say, boy, when he jumped and he landed on his feet and got so petrified? We was just hoping the guy could make it up and down the court. So now, okay, he's in a slump. He's in a bit of a slump. If Fitz was, he was fired up yesterday at a crossover talking about Clay Thompson. Listen, the guy, the gravity he creates, Mully and Fez, he broke it down yesterday on the pregame show. Guys are still fearing Clay Thompson. And yesterday, nice little bounce back night. Six to 12. What did he score? What did he score? 16 points? What do you have? Oh, 18 yes. points yesterday. 18 points. Four or five for the three-point line. He's a streaky player. He's always going to be a streaky player. He's going to need to depend on others to create offense for him. But by him being on the floor and being aggressive and making plays for his teammates, and he's actually rebounding very well, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he's creating offense for others. Hmm. So while he's needs other players to create offense for him, he's creating for others by just being on the floor. Do you believe in unintended consequences? I do, sometimes. You know, like something happens and it opens up an opportunity. For example, I got into this industry because somebody else got laid off. Yep. And didn't show up to do their job, and I came in, and and I was the right guy at the right place, the right time, and it gave me an opportunity to get my foot in the door as a part-time employee. I feel like the unintended consequences of Draymond Green getting suspended, of Andrew Wiggins being hurt and inconsistent, of Klay Thompson taking a step back, has been the emergence of Jonathan Kaminga. Yep. And I know everyone's looking for negativity, and, and, and I get it. Like This team wants to win championships, but reality is kind of set in. The die is being cast, and you can see this isn't a championship team. What's the silver lining? Well, the unintended consequence of all those things happening is Jonathan Kaminga looks amazing. He does. And he you're does. looking at a guy at 21 years old. Now, I don't know if you can hand the mantle to him. Not yet. But can he run with Steph Curry and well, someone else down well, the line? Well, it looks like he is right now, 18-6-5 last night. 
in 29 minutes. They got the ice and chill of the fourth quarter. The night before, Jonathan Kaminga dropping in 28, followed up Steph Curry's 29. Listen, man, J.K. is on the heater right now, on an absolute tear. So, yes, Draymond getting suspended was a blessing in disguise. I thought you were going to go this way. What? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to go with Draymond being suspended, Wiggins, you know, not playing up to his capabilities, and all of a sudden, Clay Thompson's getting the heat. Now, I'm not trying to take well, a shot here at Matt Steinmetz, but I was listening to Steinmetz towards the tail end of the show, and he's just going in on Clay. Just going in. Like, he's been the biggest issue this year. Well, Clay's only missed two games, all right? Has a shot selection been great at times? Absolutely not. I mean, it was hideous in the Atlantic game. It really was. That probably was by far his worst game of the season. But let's not act like Clay Thompson has been the biggest issue on his team. This team has not had consistent lineups. They've had 17 different starting lineups, all right? They've had guys suspended. They've got guys hurt, like Chris Paul, mm-hmm. GP2. The rotations have been just nasty. Steve Kerr has no idea where to play. The feel of the game at times has evaded him. We saw it in the Sacramento game earlier this season when he pulls out Moses Moody. That affects players like Clay. Now, Steph is a unicorn. He's one of one. He's going to play well regardless. Now, it's going to look a little different whether Draymond's on the floor or whether Looney's on the floor, whether Sharks is on the floor. But a guy like Clay, you need consistency around yourself. All of a sudden, you're playing with non-shooters. All of a sudden, you're playing with guys who don't know how to play. Mm-hmm. But Clay Thompson is the biggest issue on this basketball team. It hasn't been all season. For, That's what gets me going. For lack of a better analogy, it does feel like this fan base, and I know there's others that do this, has to stone someone in the middle of the town every year. Someone's got to be the bad guy every year, and we have to publicly shame that individual over the But why are we shaming a four-time champ who's a legend who was born here, who gave his ACL and his Achilles? That's the wrong guy to, like... I, 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 as a fan, I'm thinking, okay, maybe a free agent comes over mm-hmm. like Antonio Langham, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, man, this guy's a bum. He took our money. Nate Clements, he wasn't one of us, right? He took our money, and he played like trash. Yeah. He played like trash. Jonah Jennings, right tackle for the 49ers, coming up from Buffalo, stealing our money. Those are the guys we go in on, yeah. not our homegrown products. Or someone who maybe didn't take care of their body right. and was reckless. This is a man who lost his body and diminished because of Effort, <laughs> literally trying to help you win a championship, and Danny Green undercuts him. Like you know, so he's not Kyrie. You know, where Kyrie right. is very unreliable for an organization. This guy's trying his best. I, I just, it, it, it is. And again, I've critiqued Clay Thompson at the beginning of last year, right? And I feel somewhat ashamed because I'm seeing other people. They can't just have a reasonable discourse right. regarding Clay. It has to be over the top, over the top, and it has to be so mean and inhumane on how we talk about people. It's, and, and people were doing that about Kaminga last year. They were doing it about Jordan Poole last season. It's just, it's just. why can't we be positive? I was talking to Willie about this last night. Like, negativity sales. I could say 888-957-9570. Boy, Steph Curry just dropped 46 last night, nine threes. How great is he? Oh, my gosh. Let's talk about it. You maybe get three calls. We did this the other day about McCaffrey, how great he was. Maybe got two calls. So you just say, oh, boy, 888-957-9570. It's Clay Thompson washed. Lies light up. What? Why does negativity sell? Just you can't check the ESPN reporter or this year. He goes, write some positive stuff about us. Trust me, people will read it. Well, <laughs> we're a negative society. 
You know, I mean, look at our own city. There are people whose entire social media accounts are to destroy the city of San Francisco. Right. And they don't even live in the city. Don't right? even live in the city. So, I mean, this is, Keith this, Lee. Is, this is not just sports. I just think negativity in general is a hot thing. And it gets very, it gets a lot of, of viral right. clicks and actions. I mean, th there's an industry in it. B, there is. Yep. Yep. And I also think that the NBA in particular, there is a envy with the money Being thrown around. from the consumer and from the media, the disdain for athletes making top dollar yep. is, it's there. Like, I, I'm just being real. It's there. Yep. I think there are a lot of people who think, well, you make $50 million. You can't have emotions. You can't be depressed. You can't feel professionally unfulfilled. Yep. We saw this with Pablo Sandoval. He went to Boston. I was like, damn, I feel bad for Pablo. I don't. He's greedy. Oh. He took the money. And it's like, whoa. Oh, 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 when he came back, he signed that deal. And we had beat writers out here, members of the media. I can't believe the Giants brought him back for saying what he said. He didn't say anything salacious. I mean, come on. Be, like, be, like think, stop. Like, th the discourse with Pablo was disgusting. Well, think about you and me. We didn't make any money, okay? And I want right. to preface that. You and I got our dream job. Yep. One of the morning shows, waking up the city that we love. And the show was struggling early on. Yep. I was at the height of what I thought the profession was for me individually. I was as miserable as I've ever been. Yep. Because I knew the show just was a tick off. Yeah. It wasn't clicking. Yep. You know? And so... We weren't making anything. It didn't matter. Even though others were like, wow, you you got the morning job. This right. is sick. It's got to be great. You got to be so happy. It's like, no, actually, I'm furious because we're not doing well. Yeah. And and I want us to do better. Now imagine your entire life is basketball. Yep. From the time you're five years yep. old to you're 35 now. Yep. yep. And everywhere you go, you can't escape the criticism. Nope. I mean, just put yourself in those people's shoes. So, you know, the Warriors, look, they're not back yet. They're still out of the box. They still have work to do. The NBA trade deadline is a little later today at 12 p.m. We'll see what the Warriors do. A lot of a lot of talk around the Warriors is that they're not going to do anything. Uh, there was some things about Andrew Wiggins. I have a hard time seeing them make a move. If they do make a move, maybe they try to move off some money. But I don't. You know, I don't know what they're going to do. I, 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 I'm here that they're not going to do much. And I wonder how the fan base is going to feel about that. So maybe we could get into tomorrow. But look, man, we got Super Bowl Sunday coming up. Warriors win. It clips a road winning trip, uh, a winning road trip. I'm loving that. Uh, and let's see where this team goes. Let's see if they can stack some wins before the All-Star break and get back around 500 and make a run here. They're going to have to go. 12 and 3 during a 15 game span at some point. They're going to have to go on a heater where they go 14 and 4. We'll see if they can do that. But I do like the starting lineup. I like Kaminga. I like where he's at. And I like where Clay Thompson's at. So let's see what it is. But it's time to get to Niners and Chiefs. We're getting closer, closer, closer. Carrington Harrison, who works at our sister station up in Kansas City, 610 Radio in Kansas City, really detailed about the Kansas City Chiefs. He's going to join us coming up on the other side to talk about the Chiefs and how confident they are, what their weaknesses are. Do they think they're going to win? I'm starting to feel good about my 49ers on Sunday. How about you, Roasters? You feel good? Do you feel good? 888-957-9570. Carrington Harrison coming up on the other side. He'll be on the Boxer Girls and Guest Line. And that's brought to you by Robert Half. Now, back to the Morning Roast with Fonte and Shasky.
All right, man, we are closer and closer. Super Bowl Sunday, no doubt about it, man. So I'm starting pumped. to get fired up, man. I can't wait to get out there to Vegas. I really can't. Uh, by the way, get you some 95.7 game gear right now at breakingt.com slash 957. we got all sorts of cool 49ers apparel for you to wear this Sunday as well as some awesome gear repping the shows here at 95.7 the game. Go to breakingt.com slash 957. San Francisco Sheriff's Office countdown to kickoff clock. Three days, eight hours, 59 minutes, and 18 seconds away from Super Bowl Sunday. With that said, let's go out to Kansas City. I don't know if he is in Kansas City. Could be in Las Vegas, courtesy of the Boxer and Gerson guest line. It's my main man, Carrington Harrison, with our sister station, 610 Sports Radio in Kansas City. Carrington, good morning, my man. Where are you at? You in Vegas or you back in KC? I am in Kansas City. I actually fly out to uh, Vegas later today. I was just going to say, you said that you're excited to go to Vegas. I don't know why. I'm guessing that you're probably going to lose playing blackjack or craft, and your team is also going to lose in the Super Bowl. Like This could be a this could be a very disappointing Vegas trip for you. Oh, oh Carrington, I love this. You know, we've gone back and forth before on your show out there at KC, and it's always been cordial. I didn't know you was coming in hot like that, so I'm, you know, I'm a bet on red this week. I usually bet on black because you can never go wrong with Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Black, but I'm a bet on red. But Sunday's going to be a fun day for the 49ers. I really do. You're so confident, though. Why are you so confident about the Chiefs? I mean, just going into this, Kansas City has the better coach, they have the better quarterback, and they have the better defense, and they have two weeks to prepare for Brock Purdy. I feel good going into this game. Now, don't get me wrong. I got respect for San Francisco. I actually would have voted Christian McCaffrey to win NFL MVP. Now, I think we all know Lamar Jackson is going to win it. But I think this season Christian McCaffrey was the best player in the league. But coming into this, 
it blows my mind that San Francisco is the favorite to win this game. I don't know many people that are picking San Francisco to win. Now, that's not to say that they can't win the Super Bowl. Obviously, they can. But just if you were just doing a just blind resume, blind test based on how <laughs> these two teams have played over the last month, Again, based on who has the better coach, who has the better quarterback, who has the better defense, I don't know how you pick San Francisco to win this game. What's been different for the Chiefs from the regular season and, and, and this last month that you're alluding to? So there is a picture. You guys can Google it. It is on Christmas. It is Taylor Swift. She's sad. And then it is Brittany Mahomes. They both are sad. <laughs> this team hasn't lost since that picture. I think they are just so heartbroken that they made Taylor Swift sad that they have just started to play better football since then. But honestly, though, what's really happened with this team is they have leaned into Rasheed Rice, Isaiah Pacheco, and Travis Kelsey. And this team didn't basically play the last week of the regular season. They had their seed clinch, so they re- And it has transformed Travis Kelsey back into an absolute monster. I mean, he had 11 catches for 116 yards and one touchdown in the AFC Championship game. He had two touchdown catches against Buffalo. I mean, that's been the biggest difference with this team is Isaiah Pacheco is basically giving you 90 to 95 yards a game, and Travis Kelsey is back. Yeah, no, Isaiah Pacheco's really good character, and I'm not bad at him. I thought he was a difference in the Super Bowl last season against Philadelphia, but you mentioned how the Chiefs may have the better defense. Now, I agree the secondary is a lot better than the one San Francisco boasts. Now, this run defense, though, for KC, I see some holes there. Is that the weakness of this defense, uh, character? I think so. I mean, the... It is surprising to me that Baltimore, Baltimore had the number one, they were, they were number one in rush attempts this year and 30th mm-hmm. in pass attempts. It doesn't make sense to me how they threw it 37 times and ran it 16 times against Kansas City. Like, they were not bad running the football. They had 16 carries for 81 yards yeah. in the game, and they just weren't interested in doing it. Like, if you want me to give you a game script on how San Francisco wins this game, obviously their defense has to play better than they played, I think, against Green Bay and how they play against the Lions, but it is, you know, Christian McCaffrey needs to win Super Bowl MVP. I mean, he needs to be a guy that gets 25 touches, has 110 yards and two touchdowns, and he's the best player on the field. That's possible to me just given what I've seen from San Francisco and at least a couple of things. Like, I look at Kansas City where if San Francisco is committed to giving McCaffrey the ball, then McCaffrey's going to have a good day. I feel the same way on the other side for Travis Kelsey. Just given their offense, given how he's played this last month, I'm not really sure if San Francisco is going to be able to slow him down. So then it is, you know, who can protect the football? Whose defense can get off the field? Who can get stops? Mahomes is the biggest athlete in Kansas City sports history, right? It's not George Brett. It's not Derek Thomas anymore. It's got to be Mahomes, right? I mean, it's basically Taylor Swift. I mean, she basically (laughs) is from here now at this point. Like, (laughs) she is from Kansas City now at this point. I don't know if you guys saw the numbers on the screen. Carrington is wild, man. I got to do your show later. Trust me, I'm keeping receipts here, Carrington. I mean, you're going to talk Bobby Witt Jr. or Taylor Swift this uh, (laughs) baseball season? I mean, probably Taylor Swift. <laughs> probably Taylor Swift. I mean, the thing is, I mean, Bobby Wood Jr. is a great baseball player. I'm telling you right now. I mean, it's funny. Think about this. Going into this game, and maybe it's different just on our side than your side. Think about it. Like, the number one star going into this game is a player's girlfriend. It is not Mahomes. It is not Kelsey. It is not Brock Purdy. It is not Christian McCaffrey or George Kittle. All of the questions have been about, is Taylor Swift coming to the game? And questions of Travis. She's the biggest star in this year's Super Bowl. 
Wow, wow. Well, she'll be heartbroken. At least she got some Grammys from last week, though. That's that's cool for her. I don't think she's getting that trophy because I, what she said about Christian McCaffrey is I do believe he'll be the best player on the field on Sunday, and I do believe he was the NFL's MVP. Now, we say that around here, and Brock Purdy fans go crazy. And I like Brock Purdy a lot. I really do. But Christian McCaffrey is the thing. He's the glue. He's the guy that makes everything go. So 25 to 30 touches, I think he will get that, and they will keep that off the field because I don't know what Baltimore was doing. But what about Debo and Ayuk? Do you guys you haven't said anything about them because I, I, I'm guessing you're so confident in your secondary and luxurious need and McDuffie that you don't have any fear of Niners' weapons outside. I mean, I do have some fear of those weapons. Um, I, I guess at least for me, there is a level of confidence that Kansas City has gone up against most of the top receivers in the league, and none of them have really hurt them. Like, you know, this team went up against Tyree Kill twice. This team went up against Keenan Allen. This team went up against Stephon Diggs. This team went up against Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown. Those guys just didn't really have a lot of good days. So at least for me, I'm kind of staying away from their action. I'm staying away from Debo Samuel. I'm staying away from Brandon Ayuk. This is a Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, middle of the field. Like if you want to look for a place where maybe Kansas City is vulnerable, it's in the run defense that you guys mentioned and also their linebackers. Like this is a game to me that Kittle, Kittle can have five catches for 80 yards and a touchdown. You know Shedahead likes to cook in the middle of that field, right? That's what the Niners do. Yeah, and, 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 and that makes a lot of sense. Like, I know we're having fun and we're going back and forth. Like, there are some advantages for San Francisco heading into this game. And, I mean, what's so fun about this is just football fans is, I mean, I would say over the last 18 months, these are the best two football teams in the world. You know, that we, you know last year we probably should have got this matchup between these two teams, but, you know, Purdy's elbow injury happened. I mean, since the, since the Christian McCaffrey trade, San Francisco has clearly been the best regular season team in the NFL, and they basically haven't lost a playoff game when Purdy uh, has been on the field. So, I mean, th- this is a really exciting, even matchup between two really good teams. What do you really think about Brock Purdy? It's funny. We actually talked about this on the show yesterday, and I was kind of taking some heat for it of normally for a player who has the story that Purdy has, it seems like people would kind of gravitate towards it more, and he would get more of the underdog story. Like, you know, all three of us lived through Kurt Warner and how big of a right. wave of momentum that was yep. back in the early, uh, late 90s, early 2000s. It doesn't feel like people treat Purdy that way, and I-, I feel like there is a measure of sort of grace that we give to young quarterbacks, and Purdy doesn't give it, and I think a lot of it is where he gets drafted. Like, my point yesterday on the show was, like, let's say that Purdy was drafted in the third round. I think people would feel drastically different about Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. Like, I look at a guy like Trevor Lawrence. If you didn't know Trevor Lawrence, if you just looked at his quarterback numbers against Brock Purdy, everybody would pick Brock Purdy. But Purdy gets the label of being a game manager, and everybody thinks that Trevor Lawrence is a franchise quarterback. Like, why is that? Like, Trevor Lawrence hasn't shown that he's a franchise quarterback in the league, but he was the number one overall pick. He was the chosen one. And Purdy isn't supposed to be here at this game. I mean, if you look at it, I mean – you know, there hasn't been a fifth-round pick who's won a Super Bowl. The only sixth-round pick has been Brady. There's been no seventh-round pick who's won a Super Bowl. And the only undrafted quarterback has been Kurt Warner. I mean, this is one of the great stories in the history of the league. I agree. Yet nobody treats Brock Purdy that yeah, way. Yeah, I think if he wins the Super Bowl, it could be one of the best stories in North American sports history. you right up there with Kurt Warner, right up there with Tom Brady being a sixth-round pick. All right, Carrington, let's get to business here. Uh, you're going to be in Vegas. I can't wait to run into you. What are we betting on this? You send a slab of ribs over, you know, Oh, you guys got that great barbecue in Kansas City. You guys lose. You send a slab of ribs over to Shasky. He'll grill them. What do you think? 
I, well, hold on. I mean, right now, you're telling me what I have to give you if you win. What oh, do I uh, get if, if Kansas City well, wins? I want something in this trade, too. I, I mean, you may get some clam chowder back from us, but I mean, I don't I don't know if you're winning. We're not, we're not going to have to send anything out to Kansas City. We're not, we're not going to have to go to the post office. Hold on. You're telling me that this trade, I would give you world-class ribs, and I get soup in return? Hey, this is a terrible trade. It, it is a terrible trade. We can work on it, Carrington. <laughs> you got you got a few hours of thinking about it when I come on your show later. All right. That's cool. <laughs> I, I can do that. All right, Carrington. He's confident, man. I like Carrington. Well, I like him a lot. He's very confident. I would be, too, if I had the greatest player <laughs> on the planet. Carrington, good stuff, man. Thanks so much for the time today, brother. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Thanks a lot for having me today. Anytime. Carrington Harrison, 610 Radio in Kansas City, bringing the smoke, bringing the heat. They're confident in Kansas City. I can tell. <sighs> a lot of Taylor Swift content in that interview. Yeah. I don't think I'm ready for that. Like I, I, Everybody keeps asking me, do you care? Do you care? I really don't, but when you hear it that much, <laughs> now I'm starting to care. Now I'm starting to get angry. Oh, I like angry Shasky. I like Avery Shasky. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, what oh, that's doing? fine. I, I like everybody picking Kansas City. I like people and disrespecting worried. the 49ers. I'm not worried no more. You know, I, I was talking to Dante Whitner yesterday. He's watching the All-22 mm-hmm. at NBC Sports Bay. He goes, I, they're I'm winning Dante this game. Whitner, and I talk like man, this. Let me tell you, man. Baltimore blew it. He, he admitted that he had a little too much fun in the Super Bowl when he went down to New Orleans. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, there is an element. When we talk about Brock Purdy, people talk about him. The way we talked about Mario Chalmers yes. on the Heatles. Yeah, I know. No, I'm I serious. Know. I know. It's it's hilarious. And that's fine. It's okay. Like if I were to list the like the amount of times Mario Chalmers was actually on the court with the Heatles, significantly less than the impact Brock Purdy had. But they, and they also figure they also forget Mario Chalmers game four against OKC, all time classic. Uh let's continue this conversation on the other side. It is a Warriors game day brought to you by Xfinity, the Xfinity TG Network, made for streaming live sports. What's coming up in the game? Brought to you by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. We're getting to Brock Purdy here on the morning Russ. Brock Purdy, man. Why is he getting so disrespected during this Super Bowl week? The Morning Roast with Fonte and Shasky. Yeah. Hell yeah. You have no idea who this is? No, I don't. I don't care, but I'm just fired up right now. I'm getting fired up. Who is this, Green Day? Creed? I love how he knows like six white bands. You 2 Who is this? It's not you 2 Baldy wants to see you 2 Apparently he's going to see Bono. It's uh. a vegetable. Green Day, Carrot Top. Carrot Top. Red, red Hot Chili Peppers. There, there we go. go. Okay. Is it Anthony there. Kalidas or Anthony Kiedis? Kiedis. Kiedis. I, I always botch the last I always name. see him at the Laker games. Yeah. yeah, he loves the Lakers. Loves the Lakers. LeBron at House Pavilion last night watching Bronny James. What did he score? Five points yesterday? Is that, it might be a career high. <laughs> It's like Future Warrior. Lumber, serving the Bay Area for three generations. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit go to saintlumber.com. Now, they're starting to get some legs. LeBron James to the Warriors. I'm yeah. telling you, I'm all in. Yeah, I know you're all in. I've been all in. I know you're all in. Business would be booming. Oh, I'll yes, it one. would. Bonte <laughs> I'm Bonte Hill, and that's the king, LeBron James. Used to be my favorite player. <laughs> Bonte pulling the best Chris Haynes. Yo, King, what up? Nah, I'm not calling nobody King. <laughs> I'm definitely not calling him King. I'm the only King around here. Bonte, That's what I'll tell him. Bonte comes hey, LeBron in. James, I'm the King of the Bay. 
Remember that. You may be the king of L.A. I'm the king of the Bay, homie. Contract meetings, he comes in with clutch. <laughs> Rich Paul? Yeah. Rich Paul, work on my new deal, man. Let's break the Higa for every damn pity. Break Odyssey for every damn pity. I mean, you can't get blood out of a turnip. <laughs> Call it no LeBron King James. I'm not calling him King James. Hey, LeBron. That's what I'm calling him. Well, witness, at- witness the king of the Bay, Bonte Hill. That's what I'm telling LeBron. Will he be at the Super Bowl? Hmm. Who do Lakers play on Sunday or Saturday? Who do Lakers players? Because that's a quick flight from LA to uh, from LA to Vegas. That's a very quick flight. You know he's got the PJ. You know what PJ means? Private jet. Oh, oh, oh I thought it meant projects. Uh, it could be big for some people. It is projects. They don't have a game uh, this weekend, so he'll probably be there. Let me see. What's their next game? The Lakers. They Lakers play the Pelicans next. tomorrow. They play the Nuggets tonight. It's a big Kobe yeah. celebration. They're unveiling the statue. Nuggets. Oh, really? Oh, statue what, tonight? Do we yeah. know what the statue looks like? We don't know yet. They're going to unveil it tonight. Want, TNT. What, what, as a diehard Laker fan, what would you like the statue? I want the lasting image of Kobe when he's facing the crowd with his fifth championship. That's oh, pretty good. That's pretty sick. That's, that's pretty sick. good. That's, that's see, good. you've thought about this. I like this. that. I like that. Oh, yeah. Nah, he's going to the Super Bowl. They play Nuggets on Thursday. Pelicans Friday, Pistons Tuesday at home. By the way, Detroit Pistons. Where's RJ or Fairfield at? I need to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't like the beam last night, buddy. You know who the Sacramento Kings lost to last night? You want to take a guess who they lost to last night? I don't know, the four-win Pistons? Yes, they lost to the Pistons at home. At home by 13. They got, they got outscored by the Pistons in the fourth quarter. 36-21. <laughs> Alec Burks dropped 25-7-2 and two on him. Marcus Sasser, 18 off the pits. <laughs> what does Sabonis do? Oh, who cares? <laughs> Sacramento. It's going to be a lovely day in Sacramento. <laughs> Why? Why is it? Sorry, that Brock Purdy. It's not that he's getting disrespected because I think I think the whole discourse around Brock Purdy's gotten out of control. But why is it everything that he accomplishes has to be with a caveat? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. You know. And honestly, I don't care. Like. Carrington brought it up, and I've, I've been bringing this up since he, you know, got inserted into the lineup. Like, I didn't believe this guy could do what he's doing, play at this level, but he has. And he was the last pick of the draft. This is something that I would think everybody would embrace. I think most Niner fans embrace him. The roar he gets from the crowd when he makes plays, when he gets introduced to the Levi Stadium crowd. He, it's deafening. Why is it different for a quarterback? Because Isaiah Pacheco's a seventh-round pick. You know, Puka Nakua was a fifth-round pick. Right. Cooper Cup was a fifth or sixth-round pick. And those guys, like, when they hit the scene and they start to ball well, out, it's almost like, oh, it's adorable. It's, it's amazing. Well, quarterbacks are the ones who get all the limelight, right? When yeah. you win, and they get all the criticism when you lose. We overhype quarterbacks. We give quarterbacks win-loss records. Why don't we give Trent Williams win-loss records? Yeah. Well, Why don't we give Chris McCaffrey win-loss records? Look at the win-loss record when Debo. And Trent is out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or when Bosa's out. Yeah. You know? 
Knock on wood. Fred Warner's never been out. Yeah. You know, but when Drake Greenlaw's out, there's a, when he, you know, the Cleveland game, there was a difference in his defense. So, look, man, I don't care what the discourse is about Brock Purdy. I think he's handling the Super Bowl week very well. I think he's locked in. Some of the things he's saying about, hey, you know, it's about us. I'm, I'm just happy to be part of something. I'm 1-53. I'm the team is embracing with open arms. So I don't, you know, it's not Purdy versus Mahomes. It's Purdy against this Kansas City Chiefs defense. And this Kansas City Chiefs defense, they're getting hyped up like they're the 85 Bears. <laughs> and I'm getting kind of tired of it. Why are they getting hyped up? Because, oh, man, God, they held the Ravens to 10 points. Well, the Ravens had a dumbass game plan with Tom Bakken. They ran the ball 16 times. They, for some reason, played as if they were down 24 nothing. Lamar had his worst game of the year. Worst game of the year. But he shouldn't have been throwing 37 times. No. Where's the balance? And that's where I think Shanahan will not get away from it. He's watching that tape right now saying, we cannot get away from being a balanced attack. We can't throw the ball 39 times in a one-score game. Run the football. Stick with the run. Eat clock. Keep Mahomes off the field. So, But the discourse around Brock Purdy, I, you know, game changer, game manager. Did he get, change the game against in the NFC Championship game against Detroit? I, I thought his legs were the difference. Did he not make game-changing plays? Yeah. Game-changing throws? Yeah. What are we arguing about? Well, what I think we're arguing about is how good he is and what he would look like on another team, which is an odd exercise. We don't have to pay the guy for multiple years. Right. Like, these conversations are so premature, and I think this is where the transaction has overridden the actual action in sports. Right. You see this in the NBA. Let's talk about the trade deadline two years from now. So-and-so is going to be a free agent in 2026. What about the game that we just watched? And I think too many people are suffering from... Well, when they pay this guy $40 million a year, you're going to lose Kittle, you're going to lose Debo, you're going to lose... We're not there yet. Why can't we enjoy and analyze what we're seeing right now? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but here, here, here's the fun part. The fun part about Purdy, and I, I, the whole... Everything about it, you know, the Chiefs defense, Chiefs defense this, Chiefs defense that. We all watched the Buffalo game. What did we say to ourselves coming out of that Buffalo game? Boy, Diggs dropped a deep one. Mm-hmm. Boy, Trish Sherfield dropped a couple deep ones. Boy, Josh Josh Allen overthrew that seam route late in the game that set up the Tyler Bass field goal, which he missed, of course, to lose the game. Was it like plays? Was it like the Kansas City defense was suffocating dudes? To play the game, luxurious need. Zay Flowers is walking into the end zone. Nice little swipe at the goal line. Change the game. It was an incredible play. Incredible play. As wild as the butterfly play was for Brandon Ayuk, that's how crazy that play was. Yeah, exactly. That punch out was at the half yard line. So look, their defense, their run defense is not good. I think the Niners will be able to gash them on the ground, which is set up play action passes, which will get guys in the box. And if you want to go eight in the box against Brock Purdy and try to blitz him, good luck to you. Good luck to you, because that doesn't get discussed enough. Brock Purdy against the Blitz. Teams had to stop blitzing Brock Purdy because they were getting lit up. Uh, Shanahan, uh, the, the long article that Seth Wick- Wickersham, Wickersham wrote yep. in ESPN Plus, he was talking about how in the first two playoff games, Shanahan wanted, by design, to start with the pass to set up the run in the second half yep. and devastate the opponent. I'm very interested to see what they decide to do this time around because I would argue that the first half in both weeks left a lot to be desired. Yeah. You cannot run those game plans, or at least... You can't walk into the locker with seven points. No. 
like you did against Green Bay and Detroit against the Kansas City Chiefs. No. Can't do that. Baltimore did it. They lost. Right? They lost. So uh, I expect them to start fast, whether it's the screen games, whether it's jet sweeps, whether it's running Kirsten McCaffrey, whether it's play-action pass. I expect the Niners to maximize each and every possession in the first half mm. before you get that long halftime break to really put some pressure on Kansas City. Make, look, Mahomes is Mahomes, right? We know he's great. We don't need to say how great he is. Uh, we've said that all week. How many different ways can you say it? But make them play from behind. Make them have to pass the ball to their to these unreliable receivers. I want to see MVS make plays in the Super Bowl. How good are you? And I want to see Skyler Moore make some plays. Really? Richie James Jr.? Really? Let, let, let's see it. But, but that five-man front. Who's the caller? Was it Big T? Big Talk T? Mm-hmm. Big T Talk or whatever his name mm-hmm. is? He always calls us. Sorry if I butchered his name. But he brought up the five-man front in Jacksonville. And I've been thinking about that now over the last 24 hours since he's talked about that. And that five-man front, if they do go to it, you know, Raider fan yesterday at NBC Sports, who was it, Joe? He goes, we went to a five-man front on Christmas Day. Kansas City didn't know what to do. Oh, Really? Really? Well, you get the five-man front. You start bumping Travis Kelsey on the line of scrimmage. Mahomes got to right away go to a second option because you know Kelsey's the first option. Give me the five-man front. I wouldn't mind seeing that this week. You read that entire ESPN article on uh, Shanahan from Seth Wickersham? Yep. So he addresses the defense and yep. breaks down all the plays on Saturday. He does it to the offense on yep. Friday. We had Eric Crocker on yep. earlier this year, and what did he say? Shanahan was a real defensive coordinator. Shanahan's the real DC. And basically, Seth Wickersham confirms that. Yep. Crocker wasn't lying. Are, are we getting Eric Crocker on tomorrow? We're getting him on tomorrow. He said that. When did he say that? He said that before the Cleveland game, Minnesota it was game. Early in the year. It was early in the early year. He goes, to be honest with you guys, Shanahan's a real defense coordinator. And I haven't forgotten about that. Well, so for all the heat Steve Wilkes gets. That's what I'm saying. Because it does, it does make sense. Because Steve Wilkes. Was telling us midway through the season. I'm still learning this scheme. I've never run this scheme before. I've never, you know, I'm still learning. This is like through week eight. I'm I, like, damn. I just thought, you know, all these people covering this team and no one's ever uncovered that. Except for Eric Crocker. Right? It, Who's covering the team from Arkansas? I think he moved back, but he moved back. Point, yeah, he's, he's a Stockton. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, you're 100% correct. And I, I just, I, that kind of blew me away. That kind of blew me away. But Kyle Shanahan talked about in that article how he wanted to learn all positions in the same way that Belichick did. And Seth Wickersham said, who also covered the dynasty of the New England Patriots, no coach has been more prepared to coach football since Bill Belichick entered the league in 1975. Wow. Wow. Meaning he learned from five years old on how to be an NFL coach, what to look for, and all of the positions that it takes. To me, this is the Shanahan Super Bowl. Yeah, it's becoming that. It's becoming that. I know we discussed this earlier in the week, and I thought, man, Brock Purdy has the most to gain. And I still believe Brock Purdy has the most to gain. I do believe that. But this is shaping up to be the Shanahan Super Bowl. Because of everything we're hearing, Ed McCaffrey, man, when Kyle was growing up, he would cut his cleats and cut his shoes mm. and wear his uniform like Ed McCaffrey and Rod Smith and being around Mike Shedahead and being in the room with Mike Shedahead and then going down to Tampa Bay as a grad assistant, learning defense. Learning, Think about who we learned defense from. Mike Tomlin, Monty Kiffin, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, all those great mm-hmm. coaches in Tampa Bay. And then learning the defensive side of the football and being in defensive meetings, 
Very important for Kyle Shanahan. So when you hear about Crocker saying he's a real D.C., and you read the article about Seth Wickersham, about how he's breaking down the defense, and he, how he's watching the defense. Think about the way he calls plays. How many offense coordinators do you see calling plays from behind the defense? Think about what their offense Very is. Few. You know, he's not behind the offense. He's 30 yards down the field behind the safeties of the opposing defense. Very intriguing stuff. Very intriguing from Kyle Shanahan. So he's been building this moment. And, you know, we really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.